From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. And in today's show, we're talking about choosing to fight for your marriage, being aware of the real challenges to you and your marriage each and every day, week, month, year that comes about. So let's get this started. It's one of those things where, um, gosh, sometimes we just want that sort of that easy paved street. And this quote from Taylor Swift, um, don't often quote musicians here on the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, but I, I saw this quote and it really made me think about, about this decision to fight for your marriage. And she says, fearless is getting back up and fighting for what you want over and over again. Mm. Wow. <laughs> and, and I read that and I was like, oh my gosh, because every day you have the choice to fight for your marriage. And have the fighting spirit to get up over and over again because what ends up happening for many of us is we get rejected. We have a spat and sometimes even that once happening once can stop us from ever getting back up and fighting together towards what we know could be an extraordinary marriage. And you know, I have to go back. I actually want to share, um, before we get far into the show, I want to share this iTunes review that we got. Okay. And you guys know, I mean, we say it almost every episode, every time you put a review on iTunes, it helps somebody else and their marriage. Mm -hmm. And so this one, the title of the review was called Back from the Brink. And this Reviewer says, I am currently working to repair a very painful separation from my husband. This podcast has helped me navigate and overcome some difficult times. I look forward to every podcast. Thanks to you, Tony and Elisa. Mm, Thank you. Here's somebody that's fighting for their marriage. Yep. I mean, I hope you guys heard that. The, The title of the review is called Back from the Brink. Back from the Brink of Divorce. They're in the middle of a separation and they're trying to find their way back to one another. And that's what we're talking about today, that, you know, it's not, it's not when things get rough or tough, you know, there's, there's that saying when the tough, what is it? When the tough, when things get tough, the tough Tough get going, going. you know, are are you going out the door? Are you going into battle for your marriage? Because I will tell you that we live in a world of complacency. Yeah. Even we live it at times. I mean, I will tell you that sometimes we just kind of fall into these status quo ruts mm-hmm. that aren't healthy, that aren't good. Sometimes we're aware of it. Often we're aware of it. Sometimes I think it our just, sexual, we're getting into a little sexual rut right now. I've only been back for. <laughs> I understand, but I, I no, but even prior to you leaving okay, for yes. Kenya, yeah, but but we are we are shaking that up. We are. We are. How? How? Okay. The, 
<laughs> remind, remind me how we're shaking that up. Okay, so we're shaking that up with the fact that for years and years and years, mm-hmm. our only form of birth control has been condoms. Correct. And so right before I left for Kenya, even though we have been aware of my cycle for probably the last three years, like about where I am. Yep, three, four years. Probably three or four years. I read this book years ago called um, Taking Charge of Your Fertility. And if you want to get that, well, go to uh, com slash Amazon, and that will uh, take you right to Amazon. We just get a little affiliate commission for you shopping on Amazon. Prices doesn't change, but take check that book out, Taking Charge of Your Fertility. It is a great book. Even for, for husbands, it's a great book to read. It These authors just spell out what happens in a woman's cycle and just in words that we can understand. It's not this highly, I mean, it's a big book, but it's not this highly technical book. Right. And so Tony and I have been aware of my cycle. However, I've had this mental block against, you know, the fact that there are weeks during my cycle that I cannot physically get pregnant. Like it's not possible. Like I just wanted to use a condom period, end of story. And so before I left for Kenya, Tony's like, uh, so we're at the end of your cycle. There's no way you can get pregnant. Can we can we have sex without a condom on? Right. And it was like the day before your period. Right. I mean, so, there's like, I mean, there was, there's like there was no way it was going to happen. Statistically improbable. Like Tony says, if we got pregnant then, then God obviously wanted us to be pregnant. But, you know, that being said, I was able to get past the mental, ah, you know, what if, what if? And we just, we had sex without a condom. So while our, you know, like, the scheduling and things like that may be in a bit of a rut. We actually are doing something different that we have not done. Abby is eight years old. So in eight years. This is right. Alex is 11. So really, if you look at our kids' ages, we probably haven't really had unprotected sex with the exception of those couple of times in trying to conceive for 11 11 plus years. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. (laughs) So perspective, honey. Perspective. perspective. It is. And here's what tipped me off to this. Um, Good buddy of ours, Dustin, over at EngageMarriage.com. He and his wife practice natural family planning. And we started talking. And that's, that's you know, you don't use any contraception. But what he did share with me, there's awareness um, family planning. Um, and that is where you're aware of your cycle. And during those periods when you are not... Um, at a point in your cycle to conceive, that's when you're use, you're going on protected sex. Um, obviously, during those periods of time when you are ovulating, you are still using protection unless you are trying for a child or you're not having sex during those times, which would be more like your natural family plan. Um, us doing our intimacy lifestyle, we'll, we'll go back and forth. Hey, I agree. But this is something, you know, when we talk about this, we will fight. You know, this is, this is, I mean, this isn't a battle we're in, but we're fighting for that romance and that passion and that connection in our marriage. Mm -hmm. We don't need to be at the brink of divorce to fight for our marriages. In fact, I I have to share, I I have to share this conversation. So I had someone, um, uh, an engaged woman sign up for the initial coaching call. She went through our website. She signed up for the complimentary initial coaching call. She gets on the phone. And she wants to talk about, you know, what's it like in the early days of marriage, you know, kind of after the I do part. And first of all, it was 
it was amazing to hear her excitement and just what she and her fiance are doing to get their marriage started off on the right foot. Right. Um, they're seeking resources. They're listening to the podcast. They're doing all these amazing things. And so she asked me, she's like, what one piece of advice could you give me to get my marriage started? And you know, I'm like, well, okay, I'm 17 years into this. You know, like, what does it all whittle down to? And I realized that what I'm about to tell you isn't, isn't just for the newlyweds. It's for all of us. Mm-hmm. You can be married, you know, two minutes or you can be married 60 years. Because part of the fighting for your marriage, guys, is being prepared to give one another grace. I told her, I said, be prepared to give him grace from the very beginning. It's not always going to be easy. No. Let's face it. I mean, you guys have struggles. We have struggles. In our case, you hear about our struggles on the air. But we know from your emails, we know from what you share with us on voicemails, that you guys have got issues in your marriage. But what I shared with her is that if you are prepared to give him grace, if you choose to be full of grace towards one another, then you can build that solid foundation that will allow you to weather the storms, that will allow you to fight for your marriage when things get bad, not fight against each other. And I want to be very clear, this show is not fighting each other. Mm-hmm. It's fighting against the complacency. It's fighting against you know, society that tells you that when things get rough because one of you has made poor decisions or life circumstances have thrown you for a loop or you've started making assumptions about the other person without really getting to the heart of the matter. You know, sometimes we don't like the way our spouse looks at us and so we assume that they're mad at us. They might just have something wrong with their contact lens. But we blow it up into this big thing instead of just saying, hey, why are you looking at me like that? Because it, you know, it looks like you're mad at me. And giving them the opportunity to say, yes, I, I, I'm upset at what you said. Or, I don't know, I got something in my contact lens and it's like causing my eye to do something weird. But if we don't ask, we don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's all about clarifying. Absolutely. It's all about clarifying the situation. Um that you're in that current situation and and asking those questions. And, you know, over the years we've shared this with so many couples, you know, and for you guys who've listened, I mean, clarify, understand what's happening so that together you guys can fight for your marriage, that you can fight for the passion and the romance and that, that strong sexual bond or that spiritual bond, whatever you may be fighting for this year. You know, when we opened up the year, we had that um, special edition show where we talked about the different forms of intimacy and which one you really want to hone in on. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to fight for that because there are other, there are other things that are coming in to your circle each and every day that are trying to take you away from that and pull you away from that. We know it. We're, we're there at times. I mean, you know, Lisa gets back from Kenya and it's just, everything's just, oh my gosh. And we got to fight for those times. And for us right now, it's fighting for those date nights, Mm -hmm. you know, making sure that we're going to get those on our calendar, making sure we're going to go get those and have those times together, even with the kids activities and other events that are coming up. So we had to sit down, we had to clarify our situation because Elisa and I got a little tiffy 
when it was talking about some dates, you know, especially even for this month in January and going, you know, well, we can't do it or because this is going on and we were putting up those roadblocks. And instead we had to look at it and go, no, 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 wait a minute. Let's clarify. One of the things we do do is we get out and we do do date nights. So just because we're going to do two of them in February doesn't mean we don't get one in January. Yeah, we don't we don't time bank our date nights. It still has to happen each month. So we got to clarify that situation. And, if, and and just as a point of clarification on this too, we did have an argument over this, guys. You know, there were you know Tony was calling me from the road and I was on a job site and and we're having this conversation and he did not like my answer and he's like I'll just talk to him when we get home. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> talk to you later. Love you. Bye. And that, I mean, this is Tony and Lisa, real life. You know, we have those conversations that end kind of with the phone being, you know, turned off abruptly. And so we came home and, and it was more like, okay, here's where we are. Like, let's remember what our focus is. Our focus is we do a date night every month. So if we're going to have to get creative in January, then we have to get creative in January. Right. And that may mean, hey, we're going to use our free Starbucks, you know, rewards and, and we're going to hang out at Starbucks for an hour. To me, that's still date. Mm-hmm. That's still time alone. That's still us being present with each other, just hanging out. We may not say anything. We may just get our coffees and just hang out and, and people watch on the coast or right here in our town. But it still allows us to get away. For those of you who are going, gosh, I want to know more how to clarify, how to remove our masks. Go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash love always. And love always is our ultimate marriage blueprint. And for four years, we've been doing this podcast. And we have learned a ton. We have learned a ton. And we've, we've helped couples prior to that. Um, but in the four years of just being on the podcast and online and Facebook and what have you, there are certain things that we've realized that couples need to do, that they need to be able to do in their marriage when they're facing certain situations, certain challenges. Clarify your current situation is the first of them. Second one is you got to remove your masks. So Love Always, the Ultimate Marriage Blueprint brings us all together for you in one package. So that way you can start going through them. It's audio based. You're going to listen to Elisa teaching teach their slides that you can follow along. There are worksheets right there. Again, go to one extraordinary marriage.com slash love always. You can see the different options that we do offer. There's also a 90 day marriage makeover, which is one-on-one coaching with Elisa. So one, one extraordinary marriage.com slash love always. Cause here's the thing guys, you know, sometimes in this fighting for our marriages, you know, it gets hard. And the reason it gets hard is because we're tired of the same old, same old. Or sometimes you're just physically tired. Like life has beaten you down. We've had seasons in our marriage where we've just been physically tired. And so it's hard to put the energy into fighting for the relationship if you don't have the energy in your body. Right. And sometimes, some of you, you don't like it when things don't go your way. You you want it to, you know, you want the fix to happen right now. You want it to be, you know, you want the magic fairy dust to be sprinkled over your marriage and poof, all your problems are gone and it's all, you know, rosy and, you know, 
what is it unicorns and um i can't remember what that line is from <laughs> despicable me something about fluffy unicorns and things like that and you know marriage doesn't happen like that i tell all my coaching clients you've spent years in these ineffective patterns of behavior they're not good or bad they just haven't been effective in your relationship so you can't expect one phone call or one email to change your relationship to what you want it to be. And if you're going to fight for your marriage, this is going to be an ongoing choice. Right. It's not going to, Tony and I choose, you know, it's not like we wake up in the morning and we sit across the table from each other and say, I'm fighting for you today, babe. But it's in the back of our head. It's what we call each other on when we're having a bad day and somebody says, what's going on with you? Like, why are you biting my head off? Why are you snapping at the kids? What, 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 what's going on in our relationship? And building that foundation, remember where I said to that engaged gal, I said, you've got to give grace. When you've built that yeah. foundation of grace, you can have those hard conversations. Because fighting for your marriage, I am telling you right now, it will involve difficult conversations. It will. It may be about finances. It may be about your sex life. It may be about outside activities. Right. Because those are all challenges to your marriage. You know, we're at the start of the year. Some of you are looking at your credit card bills coming in from Christmas and you're going, oh my gosh, did we really spend that much on Christmas presents? And the blame game starts. What do you mean we spent all this money? What were you buying all those presents for? If you go back to a couple of Januarys ago, I think it was two years, two years, <laughs> two years ago, in case you were actually wondering two years ago, um, you'll hear a couple episodes where I overspent on Christmas and it came out on the show. Mm-hmm. It was not pretty. It impacted our marriage. We had to fight back from those financial decisions. And I, and what I want to say is that you guys need to be on that same page together. You know, it, it, you may have been married a year, five, 10, 20, 30 years. And both of you don't even know where you stand anymore. Mm-hmm. It's time for you guys to get together, get rid of the, get rid of the, all the distractions and just come together and, and write it out. We will fight. That's it. We will fight. Sign it. We will fight for our marriage. We will fight for our sexual intimacy. We will fight for our spiritual intimacy. We will fight to be one when it comes to finances. We will fight through all the adversity that will come our way from now till the end of time. We will fight. But you guys need to come together and know that. And know that. You are willing to do that. And this isn't the, I'll just appease my spouse and I'll just sign it. No, you need to do it from the bottom of your heart. And if you can't, then you need to clarify why right now. You need to open up and you need to let your spouse know what is it that is hindering you, that is stopping you from saying, I will fight for you, for us. Because that's not fair to them. It's not fair to them that they're willing to put everything in 
and you're sort of going, I'll appease you, but you're not there. They'll call you out. They'll know soon. They'll know quick. And what Tony just said is spot on because if there's one thing I've learned in four years of doing the show and talking to countless numbers of you through, you know, the various coaching offerings that we have is that if something's going on in your marriage, if you think you're hiding it, if you think you're not being a hundred percent truthful, but you're, you know, pulling one over on your husband or wife, you're not. they know. They know. They know. People around you know that something's up. They may not know all the details, but they know. I I, I just, you know, it is the one thing that I, I just have to share the story because it, it proves how these things happen. So last night, we're sitting at the dinner table. We're having some disciplinary issues with the older one. And, I, you know, I've told this kid since, you know, like he was old enough to understand that I will always know what's going on in his life, right? Like I'll always know where he's hiding stuff. I'll always know. So we sit down, I've taken his tablet away because he was being disobedient. So he gets this little idea in his head that he's going to take the family tablet and hide it. And so he just walks, you know, earlier in the day, he just walks into his room, hides it somewhere, right? So we're sitting down here at dinner and um, Tony's like, I'm going to go get the tablet back. And so we're just sitting here. Alex is to my left. And Tony walks into his room and just straight faced, not looking at Alex or anything. I said, look under his bed. Okay. My son is out of his chair and into his bedroom faster than I can get the next word out of his mouth. And he's like, how did you know? And I said, honey, because I always know these things. <laughs> and his sister's just looking at me like, wow, mom, always? I'm like, always. And that's how it is in our marriages. I may not know where Tony's hidden, you know, the, the little lingerie that he bought for me, but I'll find it. I'll know something's up. If he's trying to keep something from me, I'll, you know, our behavior is different when we're not being a hundred percent present and honest with our spouses. It just is. You can't hide things. And so if you're not going to fight a hundred percent, your spouse will figure it out. Yeah. And like Tony said, if you can't commit to it, don't fake it. Own why you can't. Because it's better for your husband or wife to know what's holding you back than it is for them to think that you are moving forward in the same place when that's not the truth. Mm -hmm. Because if, like, for example, if I know, um, I'm trying to think right now. Okay, vice versa. If Tony knows that the reason that I'm not holding up my end of the intimacy lifestyle is because there's something going on with me physically, like, you know, health problems or whatever, it's much better for me to say, you know what, honey, I'm dealing with, you know, like I've got really bad cramps or, you know, whatever it is. And for Elisa, actually, during her cycle, there's a time in her cycle where her skin will flare up on her face. Right. So, like, I don't want any, like, the kids come up to me and they're like, kiss mom. I'm, I just, it's just unbearable. And we've shared this on many episodes. And, and so I have to be honest with Tony to say, you know, we can have sex, but you can't touch my face. Right. You know, instead of just being like, I don't want to have sex with you. Like, I'm just going to blow you off. I'm going to blow off the intimacy lifestyle. I'm just going to ignore you for the three or four days, which I could do. And I have done in the past. 
because I, I, I was kind of embarrassed. Like, I don't want him to touch my face. That's kind of weird. You know, we're having sex and I don't want him to touch, kiss me. What's that about? But when I told him, look, this is what's going on with me. This is why I'm kind of in this weird place. Then, you know, in our case, we just tried different positions, you know, from behind or standing up or, you know, other things. It's still a little awkward for me, though. I mean, I will say that as well as a guy because you do want to touch and feel and all parts of the body. So, yes, as a husband and, and a guy, um, there there is some awkwardness and there is some, you know, mind chatter going on even in my own head going, you know, should you be doing this, this and the other and, you know... um what I'll end up telling myself is that, look it, Elisa is okay with this. She's fine. We've, we've already discussed it. Everything's fine. Let's move forward. Because for, for you guys, you know, just as well as women, a, a little thing like that can totally take you from having all being so ready to have sex to just being... Skip it. Yeah, to just being... <laughs> flaccid i mean you're just like oh you know what i mean so to stay mentally engaged is key and and believe me i go through this as well and i just want to throw a number out there for you guys i was thinking about this as we're doing the show um you know let's say you're married for 40 years okay tony i've been married for a little over 17 now but 40 years is 14,600 days you're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. But that's a lot of days. Heck of a lot of days. <laughs> we're, we're at 6,200 now. You got like another 8,000 to go. Um, but the reason I bring up this number is that the decision to make your marriage a priority, to fight for your marriage every day, if you can string more good days than bad days together out of 14,600, it's a pretty good life. It's a pretty good life and it's a pretty good legacy, but it's a choice. No, it's a great legacy. Believe me. Because you have 14,600 days, give or take, to make the choice to actively love your spouse, to actively invest in your marriage. You get a new, cho- you get a new, op- a new opportunity every day. Mm-hmm. Don't waste today's going, well, I'm going to get a new one tomorrow. Start today. You know, as you're listening to this podcast, some of you are realizing that you have not been fighting for your marriage, that you've been the one taking a backseat. Yeah, maybe you listen to the pot. You know, they put the podcast on your iTunes or on your phone or, you know, they forward you the episodes that they think you should listen to and you, you listen to the show to appease them. I'm calling you out. If your husband or wife has been sharing this podcast with you because they sense that something is wrong, now's the time to step up and tell them that you're willing to fight for your marriage too. Because I know you're listening to the show. I, I, you don't understand how many emails we get where they're like, yeah, well, I put it on my husband's iPhone. I sent this episode to my wife. When you get that from them, there's a reason why. Don't let your spouse be the only one fighting for this marriage. Mm-hmm. Okay. It takes two. 
you know, I, I don't know if you remember, you were both standing at the altar or standing in front of the justice of the peace or, you know, in front of the minister. And you said, I do like you both had to say yes. Okay. That was a commitment. So you both have to say yes every day to fighting for the marriage. It's not up to one person to make the marriage work. It's up to both of you. Yeah, it is. Take the, take the time this week. Take the time, sit down, and write out that letter to each other. Put it up there. Put it where you see it. Go to Michael's. Go get a frame for each of you. You know, I learned something when Elisa was gone. Buy, what, what is it? B-O? So, so my husband. Just, just what is it? B- Bogo. Buy one, get one. Buy one, get one. Put it up on your computer. Go make a printout of it at Costco for 14 cents. Have one for each of you. Put it where you guys see it. Man, if, if you're at the office and that's where you're going to see it, then put it there. Look at it daily, you know, because that's what matters. It's what you fill your mind with each and every day that will tell you and remind you why you're going to fight mm-hmm. for your marriage. You're going to fight for the romance. You're going to fight for the passion. You're going to fight for that intimacy that you so desire and you can, and you can have it, but you guys got to come together. You got to sit down and go together. We fight. And I don't know what that, what those are, what those reasons are. You do though. You both know. So get to it. Sit down this week. Make it happen. We love you guys. We love you. And we know that because you'd listen to this show, you're fighting. You're fighting for it. And that, that is awesome. And we cannot be more proud of you for taking the time each and every week to come here so you can fight for your marriage. So go do it. Go do it. We love you.